0: Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. Co hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. This week's episode is brought to you by Peekaboob. Peekaboob makes affordable, stylish, and functional breastfeeding apparel that you'll want to wear long after your nursing journey ends. The secret is hidden zippers and snaps that make breastfeeding and pumping easier and more discreet, if that's your thing. And just for you badasses, Peekaboob has curated some of their newest and favorite items. Head to peekaboob.shop forward slash badass and get 20% off your purchase with code BADASS, along with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. You can also head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com for the link. Our newer sponsor is Teamy Blends. Teamy is a health and lifestyle company that creates products to help their customers solve everyday problems like bloating, low energy, and trouble sleeping. Their newest tea, Teamy Nursing, was formulated to help increase milk flow for breastfeeding moms. As a mom and advocate myself, I know this is a common concern. Go to teamyblends.com, that's T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S.com, and use code BADASSBREASTFEEDER at checkout to get 15% off your order. That's teamyblends.com, code BADASS Breastfeeder.
1: Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is
0: Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder.
1: And we are going to start, I'm going to read a review. So
0: our review of the week. Our review of the week
1: is from T. Dave. D-A-I-S-E. And it says, this podcast is amazing. Great info as a new mom and also an aspiring IBCLC. I love evidence-based information, busting myths, and they flow well together. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank you
0: so much. Aw, thank you so much. That was really sweet. That is nice.
1: Aw. So, leave us a review and you can.
0: Yeah, we love hearing from you. Yeah. And you, even if you don't feel like, you know, stroking our egos, tell us anything. <laughs> Share your experience. We want to hear about it. Yeah. We can read about it. We can read it, on the, yeah, read it on the podcast too.
1: Be our review of the week. Yeah. And we are going to talk about lip ties and tongue ties today. Or at least we're oh going to start God. because it's yeah. like, it's probably like something we should do in more than one episode, like we've done some of the others. But. I don't even know, like, I'm kind of scared, to be honest with you. Like, this is such a controversial thing. It's that such
0: a big topic. It is. People get, like, really mad about it, too. It, yeah. It's like one of those things that ends up being kind of controversial, and I'm not sure why. Like poop. Like Right. People get really upset about baby poop. Um, people freaked like, out about baby poop. People, people did. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is one of those topics. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're going to do our best to kind of help you know, we'll sort it out here, but yeah. And I mean, I mean, and to be, you know, to be honest, Diane is a lactation consultant, so she knows what she's talking about. Right. Like, (laughs) so, you know, we can like, you know, we could take, I know there's a lot of people, it's such a big topic, so that we get a lot of blogs, bloggers talking about it. A lot of these, you know, a lot of people who are kind of like forming up, you know,
1: Facebook
0: even patients, even, even yeah, and even um even medical professionals again who are not trained in lactation, who are giving out information that's just not accurate, right, and I don't I mean, um, I never had that concern with with jack that never that never came up it did with exley um, and um I was working with a lactation consultant who told me that if i was able to work through getting you know getting him a a better latch by just the little tips and tricks you know with the kind of you know helping them get more of the the nipple in their mouth and kind of fishing their lips out and i would kind of do all these things and she said if you you know if you get if you know if you if it starts working by just doing that then then fine you know cuz i think there's this for at least for me from what I see, I feel like it's, you know, it's it's lip tie, tongue tie, okay, let it needs to be revised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it needs to be, it needs like a, it needs to be cut or whatever. And I think, are there, are there maybe we could talk about a few steps maybe before that? Is that, are there steps before we automatically go and?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, And I was going to, I was going to say that because... Now, well, first of all, the there's so many variables that has to do with this, and I think we probably say that every time we do a breastfeeding topic, something like sure. this. Like, there's so many variables. It really like the, depends on the baby. It depends on the mom. There's so much stuff. Um, but I see a lot of things with tongue tie, and I've been doing a lot with it for several years, and I'm pretty comfortable and pretty confident when I see babies with a tongue tie to determine whether or not it's something that we need to do something about mm-hmm. or if we need to address it. Um, I also did when I was in school, I can't remember if it was my bachelor's or my master's, that I had to do a, one of my research projects that I had to do. And the cool thing was because I was you know, getting my degree in lactation and I was already working in the field, I could pick things out that I – wanted to get more information on anyway, and then do that as a project, you know, so it was kind of cool. So there was one, um, one of my projects I did do as, you know, for Tongue Ties, just to get some more information, my own research on it, too, but turn it into a project for school. So I kind of, you know, I've, I've done a lot with it. I've been to a lot of trainings with it. I've done a lot of things with it. But what I've really learned is, it's not always the same. It's different with every baby. And not a lot of people have a lot of knowledge on it, you know, and I'm not going to pretend that I know everything about it, but I think I'm more comfortable with it than a lot of other providers because they don't do stuff with it all the time, you know. So you hear different things. Sometimes people will say, oh, but the baby can stick their tongue out. So it's, in fact, I saw this yesterday. This is a great example. Baby is, how old is he? two or three months old, two months old, two and a half months, something like that, not taking a bottle at all. And not taking a bottle, no bottle, no pass fire, mom has to go back to work. And she's like, um, he won't take a bottle at all. Like he just kind of chews on it, doesn't know what to do with it. But no pain with breastfeeding, no problems with breastfeeding, and the baby's gaining weight great. So a lot of times what you will see is a baby with a tongue tie and mom's got really horribly damaged nipples. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people will use that as a guideline, but that sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, like a lot of times that doesn't happen. You won't have the pain with the breastfeeding, even if there's a tongue tie. So we can't really use that as a guideline either. It is a symptom, but not always. So she did not have pain. She's like, you know, the doctor looked for a tongue tie, but said that he could stick his tongue out. So it was fine. The baby's tongue tie was almost to the tip of his tongue. And oh my God. he could not lift his tongue off the floor of his mouth at all. Ugh.
0: So it's. And they said because he could stick his tongue out that it wasn't an issue. Right. And because he was gaining weight and feeding oh, okay. fine.
1: But then when you throw in there, he needs to be able to get bottles because mom has to go back to work. Oh, uh-huh. And now he can't bottle feed because his he can't work his tongue. And the other thing that he was doing was. And it was mom's second baby and she had a really good milk supply. So he was like, he wasn't able to move that milk back as fast as it was coming down either. So he would choke a lot. Oh. Um. So it's like, there, we're not looking for just one symptom here. You know, there could be several right. things happening. And I get a lot of babies that moms will call me and be like, I don't know if you can help me with this, but the baby's not taking a bottle. And almost every time that's what it is.
0: Oh, wow. You yeah. know,
1: and of course, people told this mom, he'll take it when he's hungry. He'll take it when you know because they thought he was just being stubborn and not taking it. Oh, yeah. Um sometimes you have those moms where they have a ton of pain with breastfeeding and it's a tongue tie because the baby's just compressing the nipple, they're not drawing it in. They're just pushing it up and they figure out how to get the milk, but it's like pain so painful for the mom.
0: Yeah. You
1: know. Um sometimes they'll feed fine for the first couple of months. And then after about two or three months, they start to not transfer milk as well. They're not, their feedings are becoming a lot longer and they're just like becoming, that's a, that's a restricted muscle. Your tongue muscle is being, is restricted. Uh It's being held to the floor of the mouth. So they're not moving it as efficiently as they need to. And it gets tired. So they just kind of, you know, then you see feedings to start, start to go bad. Um, so there's a lot of things that you watch for and that you look for. So it's not just like, oh, the baby's gaining fine, so we don't need to worry about it. Like there's, you know, there's more to it than just that. Yeah. Um, I, I like the way your lactation consultant handled it. And I always like, I like moms to be able to make their own decisions. And to make their own choice. Like they should know. Okay, this is what I need to watch for. If the baby is feeding fine, there's no problems. There's no feeding issues, you know. And you want to leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's totally your choice. Yeah.
0: It's- yeah. He 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 wasn't. He didn't gain weight for, like, I guess it was like the couple of weeks after his birth. He wasn't gaining weight. <clears throat> like none. Mm. And she was like, okay, well he hasn't lost weight, so right. that's good. Um, and let's, you know, she said, has he been checked? And I had another lactation consultant check for the lip and tongue tie. And, um, she was very like inconclusive about it. She was kind of like, well, she didn't really give me an answer. So I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Um, and so this other lactation consultant said, you know, try the whole getting a better latch thing. And then he gained like double, like what a normal baby would gain, you know, the kind of average. So, you know, she was like, okay, well, you know, that, that was the, that was the issue. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that if he still hadn't gained weight after that, then she would have said, well, let's, you know, we need to do, we need to do more. Um, and she said, she said, you know, this, uh, you know, the tongue tie, it was his tongue. She said, if the, you know, the tongue tie, you know, it could, it could possibly, um, show itself again uh, when he starts talking, right. You know, when he's trying to learn how to talk and, you know, maybe words are coming out kind of funny. Um, and she said, and then, you know, it's okay to wait, you know, if it's working out now, it's okay to wait to see if that happens and deal with it then. And he started talking fine. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: they, that didn't seem an issue.
1: And it's, I've had, you know, I've had definitely heard pediatricians and, you know, doctors say, you know what, the feeding's fine if you know later on they have a speech problem or whatever then we'll deal with it then um and if you're comfortable with that then great um yeah. i sometimes depending on what the tie looks like yeah. if parents are kind of on the fence and it's one that is like really close to the tip of the tongue mm-hmm. i kind of go Ugh, that's one maybe i would fix because you know, yeah. More yeah i mean to have, yeah you're going to and those are easy they're easy to fix so right. You know, it's it's a little bit easier. What I what bothers me sometimes is people minimizing it and saying, oh, but it's not a feeding issue. But then moms will call me and be like, I'm having all this pain. Or Ugh. the baby's feeding for an hour at a time. Or the baby's always hungry. or The baby's not gaining weight. I'm like, well, then it is a feeding issue. How is it not a feeding issue? <laughs> then it's a
0: problem, yeah. Or it's
1: a problem then, you know. Or somebody will say, oh, I think he's got a little bit of a tongue tie, but it's not a big deal. Well, we can't kind of label it like that because we don't know if it's going to be a big deal or not. It could be a big right. deal, but maybe it won't be a big deal. Like we, but I think moms really need to be educated and know what they're looking for and have all their options, you know, like, great. If you don't want to do anything about it, we want to watch it. Then that's fine. He's right. It's working fine now. Let's go with it. But if not, then these are your options or this is what I want you to watch for. Mm-hmm. You know, um, do,
0: uh, do you think it would be useful to talk about what exactly is a tongue tie? Cause I'm assuming everybody knows what we're talking about, but.
1: That's true. So the tongue- maybe people don't. And yeah, maybe people don't. Sometimes people don't know, realize what it is. But we're just assuming everybody knows what it is. So right. if you haven't
0: googled it by now,
1: don't google it because the pictures are awful. Like it's-
0: yeah, the pictures are really scary. The
1: pictures creep me out, and I never see. I'm it not. I'm, I'm
0: not a lactation stuff. consultant. Sometimes people will send me a picture and be like, "Is my baby tongue tied?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please contact a lactation consultant. Oh my gosh. That- <laughs> so all it
1: is, is, you know that. Um, that piece of skin or, you know, the the tissue underneath the, the tongue that's holding the tongue to the floor of the mouth. Is it called a the frenulum? Membrane, or yeah, yeah it's a frenulum. It's a membrane oh, okay. there. And it can be thin or it can be thick. It can be back further. It can be in the middle or it could be towards the front. It could be like right at the tip of the tongue and at the gum line. Um, it can be very tight, short, tight, and restrictive or longer. Um, but still restrictive there's so many variations to it and the mouth forms when in the tongue and the mouth form in utero like 12 weeks so it's like oh. you know there's a your baby has this restricted muscle for a very long you know long time and then they are born and we're feeding with it so sometimes we see these problems come up quickly and sometimes we it takes a long time before we see anything And like I said, it could be variable. I've seen some tongue ties where people have said, oh, yeah, the doctor said it was a small tongue tie and shouldn't be a big deal. And those were the worst ones. And then I've had some that like, I was like, oh, my God, like you said, you know, like, it's like, how did you get away with that? And people are like, oh, I didn't ever (laughs) have any problem. It's like, oh, my (laughs) gosh, how did you not know? You know, right. Um, They are
0: genetic. And so that was my next question. Is that well, what would so what's a lip tie? And it's the same thing as with the piece of skin under between the top teeth.
1: Yep, it's at the top teeth. So, and that can give you that if it goes all the way like down and into the gum line. Some of them are so tight that they're holding the lip right to the gum line.
0: And they'll go, and you can see that piece of skin go in between the two front teeth.
1: Yeah. So, lip ties,
0: uh, they're kind of a newer. (laughs)
1: Like, So
0: (laughs) they exhaust Diane. Oh, they do. (laughs) So
1: they, some people think, you know, this isn't, they're not an issue when it comes to breastfeeding. Um, There's some, I've heard some people like, and providers that I I absolutely like trust and respect that say, well, the latest research on it is that it doesn't, you know, impact the feedings. But I have had moms where you could see, you could see the wound on the top of the nipple where that
0: lip just digs in. Because Sweet. it it can't flange. Well um, yeah. I mean that's kind of necessary, isn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah. Or they can't flange the lip out to make a seal at the breast, so they're not right. able to hold that latch. You
0: mm-hmm. know. So
1: I've definitely seen it where it was an issue. Um so it's just one of those things again where if you're educated and you know if you you know educated on it, do your do your research, get your information, talk to people who know and, and see what you want to do with it. But some, like, we don't have a lot of providers here in Rochester that will fix a top lip on a baby. We have, like, one or two. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was going through this with Exley, um, the lactation consultant, she was like, there's one person in Chicago, in the suburbs, who will do it. And he just lines them up all day. That's all he does. Yeah, yeah, there's there's people here like that. Um, The one thing that does bother
1: me, too, is I've had a lot of moms... And it's almost disturbing that I've had this happen more than one time that will say to me, oh, the doctor said the baby will just fall at some point and break it on his own.
0: Oh, my God. That's so funny because that's what Jack did.
1: Yeah. Brandon, my son Brandon did that,
0: too. I mean, it's gone. Like it's his mouth. His smile smile is totally different. now. Yeah.
1: And Brandon did that, too. Like when Brandon was little and Um. he had a thick one and he was little and he banged his mouth on the crib on his crib because he was like uh-huh. you know pulled himself up on the crib right and i remember going ah but it was fine like i didn't you know nothing it was fine it wasn't a big deal yeah um but people will say that you know like moms will ask their pediatrician the pediatrician will say it'll just break when they fall well it's like why do you want to wish for your child to but fall but down? you
0: and you can't rely on that right. i mean no. like well maybe they won't maybe they'll fall and hit something else and it's not a guarantee they're going to hit that in right the exact... right that's that's strange um, I have heard
1: some people say, oh, you know, I my doctor said it would stretch the bo- the one under the tongue, the frenulum under the tongue. Uh-huh. Um, I don't I've never seen any research to show that they actually do stretch.
0: Yeah, I heard I heard somebody say one time that they were told to stick out their tongue a lot. Yeah. And that it would stretch it out. So they are, like I said, they're genetic.
1: Um, some people think that. Because it's a midline defect, you know, going down the middle of the body, that uh-huh. it's environmental. Huh. Um, some there is some preliminary research that it's
0: like environmental. How? Like just something in the environment now. Oh,
1: folic acid. They think because there. De- yes, I've heard the mm. folic acid
0: thing. So it's true. Is it true that there's more now than ever? Um, I feel like that's what I've heard is that they're increasing or maybe it also has to do with diagnosis and stuff. Yeah.
1: So, and that's kind of what I think. So it used to be that they would clip the tongue and the umbilical cord at the same time. They just clip the cord, clip the tongue and that'd be it. Like, oh my God. Um, in fact, one of my best friends, her kids are the same age as my kids and her, um, OBGYN did that with her kid. Clip the cord, clip the mm-hmm. tongue, you know, like, cause it was what old school they did. Yeah. And then they stopped doing that. I don't know when or where, but um that stopped happening as a as a regular routine. And I think that was kind of back, you know, I'm going to guess probably 80s-ish mm-hmm. when um there was more bottle feeding happening anyway. Yeah. Um and then women started breastfeeding more. And not only did they start breastfeeding more, they started finding answers to why breastfeeding wasn't working yeah and they could google things now and find a lot of research on their own and have all these great social media platforms where they could talk to other mothers who had the same problems and now we are doing something about it so whereas people say oh yeah it's a novelty it's a fad i mean it's not like having a new purse you know like nobody wants to have to deal with this because it's a pain yeah. But I don't know, like I I don't know if I feel comfortable saying okay, it's happening so much more now because we don't really know how much it happened before. Yeah, right. That we just didn't know about. Um I do have a lot of family Well, I
0: mean if you think back to before there was bottle feeding, before there were like you know back just in the natural, you know, days where people were were breastfeeding, I mean, breastfeeding usually worked. Yeah. Right? I mean, breastfeeding was worked right that's what happens when there's no alternative right
1: so if it is something you know in the water so to speak maybe it is you know increasing yeah who knows yeah but hey let's have a word from our sponsor
0: this week's episode is brought to you by Peekaboob. katie says i love this shirt super cute and super functional my sister-in-law who is not nursing even borrowed it because she loved it so much Good thing that I can wear it long after I stop nursing. Fast delivery, too. So, Badasses, head to peekaboob.shop forward slash badass and get 20% off your purchase with promo code badass, along with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. You can also head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for the link. Today's episode is brought to you by Teamy Blends. Teamy Nursing Tea contains three main ingredients, fennel seed, fenugreek, and raspberry leaf. Timi specially sources their 100% natural ingredients. It's vegan and gluten-free. All you do is drink one to three cups throughout the day. Moms are raving already. If you're looking for an all-natural lactation tea, check out Timi Blends. Go to com. That's T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S.com. And use code BADASSBREASTFEEDER at checkout to get 15% off your order. That's com code BADASSBREASTFEEDER. Yeah,
1: so people do really get worried about the tongue and the lip ties, Um sometimes we'll say oh the baby was checked for it and doesn't have it and they will have it it really you have to look at the whole picture i i think it's also really important to be able to assess what the baby's suck feels like and if the baby suck if the baby doesn't have good tongue mobility and you're not going to know if the baby has good tongue mobility unless you are really like comfortable figuring out how the baby's suck is um that makes a huge difference You know, so and sometimes I will use that like I'll have all these little things happening and the baby will have a tongue tie and I'll be like, you know what? I'm not sold that this is the problem. I think it's something different, you know, Um, but you really it's sometimes you have to look at everything. You can't just look at the tongue and be like, oh, yeah, that's a problem. That's what it is, because if they get the tongue fixed and that doesn't fix their problem, it wasn't the problem to begin with.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: Um, sometimes we'll see that like mamas that come out of the hospital with nipple shields, they'll have a nipple shield. Baby will have a nipple shield. Mom will say, well, you know, baby wouldn't latch well, or I was having so much pain that gave me a nipple shield, but it turns out the baby's tongue tied, but nobody knew, you know, stuff like that.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot. It's not just like touch and go. Definitely have somebody that you, And so what is, yeah, so if somebody is
0: concerned that they have this going on, what are they, what are they seeing? What are they looking for? What are they?
1: They are, pain is always like a big thing, you know, and the baby would be compressing the nipple. So you'll get that flattened nipple, that crease across the nipple. Um, Sometimes it can cause like nerve pain because the baby is just compressing the nerves in the nipple so much, feeding after feeding. Um, And that can cause damage to the nipple itself. So that is because they're not, they're just like very shallowly latched. And that's because they can't draw the breast and the nipple back into the mouth with the tongue. So they are just compressing. That is one of the biggest things we see. Um, One of the other things we'll see is weight gain problems. If they're not transferring milk well, because of the tongue tie, they're not able to move that milk back. Um, That is one of the other big things, too. So those are the two biggest.
0: So who is, who's generally doing this assessment? It's going to be a pediatrician.
1: It really should be a lactation consultant. It should
0: be a lactation consultant for a lot of things.
1: Right. I mean, and we're not supposed to be lactation consultants. Like we can kind of look at the whole situation, but we can't diagnose. So, um, but we know, we know what we're looking for. Right. So we can, you know, educate the mom to talk to somebody about it. Um, Here in Rochester, I, a lot of times, you know, the pediatricians are getting to be a a little bit more educated on it. And there are some that are really good about saying, you know, I think there is a tongue tie problem here. Um, ENTs can be really good with it too.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can Mm -hmm. see that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, and sometimes like the, one of the people here that clip, um, is an ENT, and he's really good with seeing, you know, what he thinks is might be a problem in the future. And sometimes I will say, you know what, if you want a second opinion, I would go to, you know, an ENT or a pediatric dentist even can be really uh-huh. good because they sometimes are the ones that are good with diagnosing it. And- Actually
0: clearly does not have a tongue tie and is perfectly capable of screaming and showing his disapproval. <laughs> Exley does not like lip and tongue ties. He's like Diane.
1: Yes. They're, they are a pain. But let's talk about how you fix them.
0: Yeah. So
1: there are a couple options of fixing them.
0: And Oh, okay. You can I thought there was only one thing you could do. I thought you could just slice it.
1: Well, you can clip it with a scissors. Or whatever they... Claim not her. you. No, I not, don't. Not you, mom. No. Not
0: you listening. Mm-mm. Don't you do it.
1: Um. Yeah. Don't take a pair of scissors to your baby's mouth. But there are, you know, ENTs. Some pediatricians I know are trained to do it. Um, other, you know, doctors that can do it. Or there are some people who are trained in laser revision. And
0: yes, I think that's what goes on here.
1: Yeah, we have... I think... We don't have laser in Rochester for babies, but we have it in very close areas around us. Other bigger cities, Buffalo and Syracuse and Albany. Um, The guy actually in Albany, his name is Dr. Kotlow. He is like world renowned. Like people have come from all over the world to have him laser their kids stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, you know, that's just another
0: option. But there are some. So is that, but what's the benefit of that? Is that less painful? I
1: think it's more precise, very quick. You know, it cauterizes it, it kills bacteria, you know, it's a very precise way to go. Um, But some tongue ties, if they're like submucosal, which means that they are more, it's a very thicker, it's a thicker band underneath the tongue muscle itself, but it's still causing such restriction. That is not something that people feel comfortable just taking a pair of scissors to. So that is more of like a uh, like a posterior tongue tie that would be a laser. I was going to
0: say, okay, um, so, so I hear posterior tongue tie and anterior tongue tie. Yeah. Now, what does that mean?
1: Anterior tongue tie are the ones that are right at the tip of the tongue or close to it. Okay. So they're closer to the front of the mouth. The posteriors are the ones that are further a little further back. And then you have the ones that are like midway, too. So they're really Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. It's not just like, Oh yeah, there's this, you know, there, it is a spectrum. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it just depends. Dr. Oliver, um, one of the ENTs here, he's always like, well, you want your kid to be able to lick a, uh, ice cream cone. So
0: (laughs) that is true.
1: Sometimes I'll, I'll be talking to parents about, be like, Oh my gosh, the baby's got a tongue tie. And, like one of the parents will be like, "Oh yeah, my you know my sister's baby had that too," or the dad will be like, "Oh, I had mine, you know, clipped when I was this age." And, you know, it's like, "Oh, okay, so it's in the family." Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but it's it's kind of funny how it can play out that way too sometimes. It's prominent in boys, more prominent in boys and girls. I mean, girls do get it, but um it's definitely more in boys.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Is this something that, like, insurance can cover? Yeah, I think I'm so. I'm assuming if a pediatrician says that it's needed, then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, usually. I mean, if you end up having to travel to get it done, then I don't know because of out-of-network and insurances and how it right. that works. But, um, oh, yeah. you know, it might just depend. But definitely you want to see a lactation consultant who knows what they're talking about with this because sometimes I will see – chat groups on Facebook and mom groups, breastfeeding groups where mom will say, Oh, I'm having pain with breastfeeding or my baby's not gaining well. And people will say, Oh, I bet it's a tongue tie. Go get it revised. And it's like, yes. you aren't, you need to don't take advice from somebody on Facebook. Who's never seen your baby and who doesn't know. Right. Like that, that maybe I is not the I'll issue. Yeah. But it might not be the problem. So don't just run out. And then i had people say, Oh, I went and did a revision. I'm still having trouble. Probably wasn't the problem then.
0: Yeah, right. Um,
1: I feel like earlier you get it revised, the better. Then they have a better chance of. It's easier to turn them around, and help them to relearn because they really do have to relearn how to use that muscle. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that must be so strange to have like a a body part that's just completely acting different now.
1: Yeah, I had one mom that her baby had a tongue tie and she said that she wanted to get revised and she said I had a tongue tie too and I didn't get it clipped until I was thirty. Oh. And
0: Oh, that must she be goes, so weird.
1: And my tongue she goes, it was like a slug just sitting yeah. on the floor of the mouth. She goes, I had to That's have speech therapy just to get it to move again. But that is how lethargic your muscle gets when you don't use it and it's restricted. It is a muscle. And when people say, Oh, it shouldn't affect the feeding tongue ties don't affect how babies feed, which you still hear that sometimes. It's like, it's your mouth and it's the main muscle that is helping your feeding.
0: Well, I was going to say the tongue is kind of the thing that's that's me.
1: So that's making breastfeeding happen. If your tongue is restricted, then it's going to be an issue with the feed. Yeah. Um, The other thing that is mistaken a lot for tongue ties is if mom has pain on one breast, but not the other breast. So if the mom calls me and says, oh, you know, I'm worried the baby has a tongue tie. Well, are you having pain? Are you is the baby gaining? You know, I'll go through all my little questions and stuff. And if she says, yes, she has pain, but only on the right breast or only on the left breast. I'd be like, okay, if you had a tongue tie, tongue tied babies from what I have ever seen, my experience with tongue tied babies that are causing pain to the mom, no matter what position you put this baby in, you're going to have that pain. Like it is just Mm. not going away. It's not on just one breast. It's not in just one position. It's not just, you know, it is anywhere you put the baby on either breast in any position, you're still having that pain because the baby's doing the same thing with their mouth no matter where you put them. So um, that's another way that I kind of, you know check do my checklist with it interesting yeah it's really interesting
0: it is interesting it's like just another one of those barriers that makes breastfeeding really not just at the natural thing that we always say you know breastfeeding is so natural well it is yeah and it's naturally what your baby wants to do and is supposed to be doing but there's it takes work uh-huh it's a lot of work to work through all of this stuff,
1: and if and you can't,
0: you can work through it. You
1: can, and if you're having pain, or if you're having a baby that's not feeding well, and you say something to somebody, and they, you know, you say it at your pediatrician's appointment at two weeks or a month, and they say, oh, just keep working at it, you know, just keep trying. I mean, then they have you come back a month or two later, and you know, you're gonna stop because it's yeah. That's a lot. So definitely get the help because, like you said, it can be fixed. You know, I will, you can get help for it. But I think a lot of people used to just stop breastfeeding because the help was lacking. So they just Absolutely.
0: Stopped. Well, that's my sister. My sister, my mom tried to breastfeed my sister, and she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I know, and of course there was nobody there to help her at all. And so I wonder, I always, I always wonder, I'm like, oh, I wonder if my sister has a tongue tie. I wonder if, you know, I wonder all these things. hmm Sometimes I always forget, but I want to be like, Sam, stick out your tongue. You know, I want to look and be like, well, is this just it couldn't like my, that's what my mom would say is she just wouldn't, couldn't latch.
1: You just wonder. And then she,
0: you know, there was not like, oh, help me. This is 1987. Like, help me, you know, help me figure this out. There wasn't anybody there to say that to.
1: Right. You know, so every time somebody says, oh, yeah, well, you know, my mom couldn't breastfeed either. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to. It always makes me wonder, like, okay, what barrier did she come up against that she couldn't breastfeed?
0: Right, right. And it's that Well, you're saying that that you say that lip ties and tongue ties are are genetic, um, but don't be discouraged by your mom's breastfeeding experience.
1: Exactly. Because
0: you don't, it's not, yeah, it won't be the same thing. And and the same goes with the birth experience, too. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you can – just because your mom went through a really rough one doesn't mean that you're automatically going to do that too.
1: Right. Yeah. It's – you know, you're going to make your own – make your own memory on the whole thing.
0: Well, yeah, and your body is different. Your baby is Mm going to be different, and all of that is going to be different.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so there's a lot – there's a lot to it, but that's kind of like the – the basis. It's like our crash course, Tongue Tie 101. Right, right, we say so
0: we can call it. <laughs> Tongue ties
1: 101. And um and yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. That's my gig.
0: Thanks for educating us all on that, Diane. hey you know. And make sure you all uh visit the uh if you can, and you have iTunes, you can visit the uh, review section and share your experiences there. And we would love to read your review on um, our review of the week. And also be sure to head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and we have the comment section open under this episode as well as sponsor links and all the cool um, promo codes from the sponsors from this week and all the other episodes are there at that website too, breastfeedingpodcast, badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Yeah,
1: check it out. It's cool. Bye. Bye.